<laughs> the eight men who are survivors of the syphilis study at Tuskegee are a living link to a time not so very long ago that many Americans would prefer not to remember, but we dare not forget. It was a time when our nation failed to live up to its ideals, when our nation broke the trust with our people that is the very foundation of our democracy. It is not only in remembering that shameful past that we can make amends and repair our nation, but it is in remembering that past that we can build a better present and a better future. And without remembering it, we cannot make amends and we cannot go forward. So today, America does remember the hundreds of men used in research without their knowledge and consent. We remember them and their family members. Men who were poor and African-American, without resources and with few alternatives, they believed they had found hope when they were offered free medical care by the United States Public Health Service. They were betrayed. Medical people are supposed to help when we need care, but even once a cure was discovered, they were denied help and they were lied to by their government. <laughs> Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Springhill, Josh, and the Illumamami herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, boys and girls, the Tuskegee Experiment. It has deserts. Yeah, yep. There's a scorpion running across. Yep. And that was the day they put the shovel to the ground. It's a cow skull. You have tumbleweed. <laughs> you have a dark silhouette of a guy shoveling into the ground. Yep. <laughs> a broken noose on the ground. Lone mutt just walking around. S- sniffs the roadkill. <laughs> a rusty car. Mm hmm. A disheveled dog. A wino masturbating on a Ford truck. <laughs> oh, shit. Get that out of there. <gasps> Hi there. Hey. Hi. Hey. Got itchy genitals. President Clinton here. <laughs> You're good at that. Thank you. Hey. What? Hey. What's up? Oh, this is another fun-filled, not dark, not depressing episode of Conspiracy Therapy where we talk about Funyuns. No. Mm. I like Funyuns. They have flaming hot Funyuns, though. Do they really? Yeah. Do they have flaming hot honey nut Cheerios? They glow red. (laughs) Flaming hot honey nut Cheerios? You know what? Kind of sweet and spicy might work. Yeah. I'll try that, too. Why not? Oh, God. Ah. Good Lord. You can put it in a bowl with some Frank's Red Hots. 
Sounds good. Mm, to a Joshua shoot, maybe. <laughs> To the most of America, not really. Okay, guess what, guys? We're going to debut something right off the top because this is something we haven't had, I don't think, yet. We got our first hater. Oh, oh, Larry, find the page, you loser. <laughs> this is why we have hater. Um, okay, so occasionally when we do a big episode, like the, the two-parter we just finished on OJ, um, we will we'll promote the episode and the idea is to just you know it's a big episode so we know more people are going to do downloads and everything well we put some money down and and promoted the episode and lo and behold we got our first angry listener i was so happy larry was (laughs) now if you're a lover of this show we love when our fans poke and prod us or just talk shit that's fine send us a funny gif you know angry meme whatever that's cool this guy i don't think he got the point his name is patrick we won't give his last name but patrick commented on our facebook and said fuck you quit giving this murdering psycho the attention he wants took a minute and then in all caps said fuck off yeah he got off facebook (laughs) pondered it some more got angrier logged back in just to tell us to fuck off yep yeah now He's angry because he thinks we're giving OJ a, more attention. Well, sorry, buddy. Yeah, sorry we're shining a, a negative light on that asshole. Yeah. I, if if you came across those two episodes and you came off with the idea that, oh, we obviously were huge OJ fans and we just wanted to, like, praise his name. The whole idea was to bring light to the fact that there's so many holes in that case and that obviously... From the verdict, which took us probably the quickest verdict we've ever done, Mm -hmm. was a unanimous, yes, he did it. He's an asshole. Either way, we're not, we're not, we're not, I don't think we're frazzled by this in any way. I think. I laughed at it. Yeah. Larry, Mm -hmm. Larry's the first response. His is just a bunch of fucking laughing emoticons. I thought (laughs) I got my point across. Yeah. Then Josh took the time to say, look, Patrick, too nice. I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because you live in my birth town. It's probably best Aww. that uh, Josh did answer before I got home and, mm-hmm. came and just something really immature. Yeah. Here's my thing about the, the whole shebang. It's I think it's pretty clear that Patrick did not listen to the episode. Otherwise, he would have heard us berating OJ the entire two hours. Right. And I don't think he's going to listen to this episode either. Because he's butthurt. Yep. Either way, I, I just think he was... I honestly think he's just a rando dude who just posted and saw this come up. And he's like, I don't like OJ. And I don't like podcasts that promote his shit. I don't like calcium. I think that's as far as he went with it. I don't even think he's even seen the comments. Nope. I think nope. he went back online and he liked all the alt-right sites that he likes. Well, no, let's, let's let's not berate his character. We don't know him uh, at know. all. I'm sorry, Patrick. He's more than likely a butthurt liberal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe he is. Someone's got to stand up for the conservatives around this podcast. I guess so. Sorry, Bud Miles. I, mean, anyway. I only dip my toe in the conservatism, but <laughs> I guess it makes me a full-fledged righty on this show. No. <laughs> I think we're all you like... commie. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Yeah, nowadays, commie is what you call... A- because <laughs> I love Russia so much. Anyways, let us that didn't last long. No, we don't. I don't think we need to talk too much a, more about it. It's just it was just a fun. It was a funny. It was a funny little moment during this week where we got a little fan interaction and uh, yeah, it was fun. I I laughed. 
I, I did too. It didn't hurt at all. No. We've been doing this long was, enough at this point. I was, I've like, already seen. I was actually happy we have a hater. Mm. Yeah. You know, whatever. Fuck him. <laughs> That's my two cents. Yeah. If he really wants to get butt, that butt hurt on a podcast, <laughs> let me see your podcast. Yeah. Today. Exactly. Anyway, that's always my thought. Now, let's move on and let us take you back. What is this, 1932, Larry? It starts, but it ended in 1972. Is that the year you're doing? That is the year I'm going to do that because oh. I think that's when the information started coming out. All right, Larry, take us to the time capsule. Now it's time for us to open up the time capsule. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1972. No, April, I don't remember 1972. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Four years before I was born. I love that. Is this Cream? Clapton. Clapton. I think this is probably his first first solo. It sounds like, well, Cream is close. Actually, it says it's from the Hits album, so maybe it's, it is. I think it is Cream. So maybe That's it is bit. Cream. <laughs> this is the cream of the crop. No, this is off of Clapton, his first album. Who knows? Anyways, <laughs> January 17th. Highway 51 South in Memphis, Tennessee is renamed Elvis Presley Boulevard. Oh. January 20th, the debut of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon at the Dome Brighton is halted by technical difficulties and would be played in its entirety the following night, but it would still be a full year before the album was released. Phenomenal record. January 21st, Keith Richards jumps on stage to jam with Chuck Berry at the Hollywood Palladium, but is ordered off for playing too loud. February 9th, Paul McCartney's new band, Wings, made their live debut at the University of Nottingham in England, and that would make it McCartney's first public concert since the Beatles' 1966 tour. That's a big deal. And after the, mm-hmm. they were done, they ran off the stage like a band on the run. Oh, I like that song, <laughs> and I like that dad joke. That was pretty good. That was a good dad joke. Good job, dad. My joke. dad good. My dad would have liked it. February 13th, Led Zeppelin's concert in Singapore is canceled when government officials will not even let them off the airplane because guess what? Their hair was too long. Are you kidding? (laughs) They literally just shut down what could have been the greatest rock concert they could have ever had. If anybody's listened to this show from the beginning, they know I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan and so is Josh. It's true. And And so is Larry. Oh, you are? Yeah. He's told us many times he thinks Robert Plant's like the greatest vocalist of all time. Yeah. Good job. Oh, let's see. January 14th through the 18th, John Lennon and Yoko Ono co-host an entire week of the Mike Douglas show together. I bet that was interesting to watch. I'm sure lots of people went, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) February 15th, the United States gives federal copyright protection to sound recordings. Up till then, it was up to the states. Really? Yep. Hmm. That one surprised me, too. February 23rd, Elvis and Priscilla Presley separate. Aww. February 29th, John Lennon's U.S. immigration visa expires, beginning a three-and-a-half-year fight to remain in the country. This one's my personal favorite. March 15th, Los Angeles disc jockey Robert Morgan plays Donnie Osmond's puppy love nonstop for 90 minutes. <laughs> Police are called, but no arrests are made. And they called him. Puppy love. And someone was driven so and so instead of turning the dial on their radio like one over, they called the police on them. God, they're playing <laughs> it again. They're playing it again, Gertrude. 
April 16th, Electric Light Orchestra makes their live debut at the Fox and Greyhound Pub. I think Orion just had an orgasm. I love that band. So Josh really does. Now get this. In June, founding member Roy Wood leaves Electric Light Orchestra lineup just as the band scores its first hit single. What was Oops. The, what was the first? <laughs> does it say what the first hit single was? No, I didn't look in. He had to hop on his train to London. Uh, June third, the Rolling Stones open their North American tour in Vancouver, Canada. June tenth, Elvis Presley does the first of four concerts at the Madison Square Garden in New York. He sells out all the shows in one day. Whoa! And that's before internet. And or yeah, back then you actually had to wait in a line, people. June 14th, Simon and Garfunkel reunite briefly to perform live at Madison Square Garden. April, August 5th, Clive Davis signs a little band called Aerosmith to Columbia Records. December 31st, the New Year's, the very first New Year's Rockin' Eve with host Dick Clark (laughs) airs on uh, NBC. Was he 90 then? Because I feel like he was uh, just a robot in his 90s, even when going into the 90s. I don't have an answer. <laughs> Here's some um, big hits the seven in the 70s. Amer- Don McLean's American Pie was number one for 19 weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Moody Blues' Nights in White Santon was number two for 18 weeks. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. Mm-hmm. How about some artists that were born in 1972? Oh, yes. Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20 was born Ooh. February 14th. 16th was... Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. Yeah. February 17th, Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day. March 10th, Timbaland. March 13th, Common. March 15th, Mark Hoppus from Blink 182. <laughs> April 13th, Aaron Lewis of Stained. April 28th, Violent J from everybody's favorite, Insane Clown Posse. Oh. Ick. May 7th, Felix the house, the house Cat, if you're a house fan like me. Uh, May 21st, The Notorious B.I.G. June 25th, Mike Kroger, Nickelback. Mm. Chad Kroger's cousin, isn't he? Or brother. You know what? Don't know Nickelback that well. I think he's good for brother. you. August 6th, <laughs> Jerry Hallwell of uh, the Spice Girls. Was she Baby Spice? No. no. She's ginger. ginger. Come on. Ginger Spice. I don't know Jeez. my spices. Nutmeg. Mm. So she's seven, Burnt, seventy-two. Coriander. Coriander was great. Yeah. If she's seven, if she's bay se- leaf. If she's seventy-two, <laughs> that oregano. Would, that would make her forty-five. No. Yeah. Bay leaf spice. Forty-five. Going on forty-six. Ooh, how about chili spice? She's the hottest. <laughs> that joke <laughs> oh left the station. August twenty-seven. <laughs> Jimmy Pop of Bloodhound Gang. If you're Bloodhound Gang like myself. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, September 21st, Liam Gallagher of Oasis. September 23rd, Jermaine Dupree. Uh, October 17th, this guy called Eminem. Mm, never heard of him. Mom Spaghetti. October 19th, Praz of the Fugees. December 9th, Trey Cool of Green Day. Actually, all three members of Green Day were born in the same year. Oh. oh. And December 31st, Joey McIntyre of Ooh. Kids on the Block. New kids on the block. Now they're the old kids on the block. <laughs> <laughs> Old kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Thai food makes me sick. Here's some uh, some of the movies of 1972. Uh, maybe you can give me a yes or no quick review. Yeah. Godfather. Yes. No. What? Poseidon Adventure. No. What's up, Doc? No. 
Uh, Deliverance. No. <laughs> yeah, why not? Squeal like a pig, boy. Cabaret. Yeah, no. why not? Musical Wait, stroll. yes, yes. The Getaway. Yes. All right, good enough. Uh, of course, Godfather won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. And Marlon Brando won Best Actor. Didn't he send a Native American in he, his book? Yes, he declined and, and uh, a Native American was set in his place. Yep, yep. you're correct. March 18th, Dane Cook was born. April 17th, Jennifer Garner. Who? May 2nd, Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. was born. I didn't know he was that old. Yeah. July 29th, Will Wheaton. Oh, I like him. August like 15th, Ben Affleck. Hey. August 30th, Cameron, Cameron Diaz. She's Ooh, older oh, than yeah. I thought. September twenty-seventh, Gwyneth Paltrow, younger than I thought. <laughs> Goop. She's got that lady's fucking nuts. She is. Like, just can I just wait, wait, who? Yes, please. Yeah. Can I just wedge in here oh. that like from a mom standpoint, Gwyneth Paltrow, I want to punch her in the face. Ah. I really just dislike her and everything that she's about. What? The goop? I missed something. What's goop? Dude, she's so fucking nuts with this. She's got this goop website and she talks all kind of crazy. Like, she's the crunchiest of crunchy moms. She's like as hippy dippy as they come. Yeah. Does she not shower? She honestly would not surprise me. She probably makes her own toothpaste. She likes to stick eggs in her vagina, too. She did, I believe, what is called a lotus birth. I thought they were already there. Where she had a natural birth in like a birthing. Tub. Yeah, I've seen that. And, yeah, yeah, and and they and crouch instead, or whatever. Yeah, and instead of uh, cutting the umbilical cord, she chews it off. No, she oh. keeps it attached until it falls. Yeah, she keeps oh, the placenta wow. in a bag with like potpourri. So when she carries her baby, she's got to like hike her placenta over her shoulder and carry it along with her. That's well, at least a lotus birth because she thinks that it's um, traumatizing to the baby to cut the cord. Yeah. See, I'm not kidding. She wow, not- that is, she is out there. <sighs> well, that makes this next person seem normal. November 1st, Jenny McCarthy. Ooh. Not by much, though. Not, not by, by much. much. November 14th, Josh Duhamel. 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 Married to Fergie. Yeah. Now- All right. I love this segment. Let's see who. Uh- oh, here we go. Some television. Actually, here's some actor debuts. Oh. In 1972, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer made his directorial debut with the Culpepper, Culpepper Cattle Company. Oh, he's that one guy. Uh, Jodie Foster in Napoleon and Samantha. Samuel L. Jackson in Together for Days. Motherfucker. I thought I heard that he's going to be 80 this year. Wow. Is he really going to be 80? Hold on. I'll look it up. Uh, John Lithgow makes his uh, debut. <laughs> Uh, dealing or the Berkeley to Boston 40 Brick Lost Bag Blues. It's a fucking title. Steve Martin makes his acting debut in uh, another nice 70. mess. He's 70. Okay. And Lily Tomlin in Scarecrow in a Garden of Cucumbers. And James Wood with The Visitors. That was a title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Television-wise, uh, January 14th, Sanford and Son debuts. I love that show. Yep. Uh, January 21st, the very first Star Trek convention is held in New York. Trekkies. September 4th, The Price is Right premieres on television. My favorite show of all time. The longest running game show of an American history. Still Bob Barker, man. He's the, the best. The favorite game show of every kid who stays you know home what? sick from school. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, the guy who's doing it now. Uh, Drew Carey. Drew Carey's really good at he it. He is. Now. I like him a lot. He's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he looks yeah, really good. He does. Uh, September 9th, Fat Albert. 
the cartoon. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> September 17th, MASH. November 8th, this company called Home Box Whoa. Office, or HBO, is launched. Hmm. For some reason, I thought MASH was older than that. Uh, it's based on the Korean War, so like oh, it, the actual setting is a little further back, but... I like how everybody had long 70s hair in the army. Yeah, right. <laughs> During the Korean War. <laughs> uh, November 21st, in the second part of a two-part story, which began the previous week, Beatrice Arthur's character, Maud Finley, on the television sitcom Maud, decides to go through an abortion in a move that shocked CBS and its advertisers because they didn't let him know. Rue McClanahan made her first appearance in, the, in this two-parter, and she would become a regular cast member of that season, and those two would go on. Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. Newswise, January 5th, President Richard Nixon orders the de- development of the space shuttle program. March 3rd, this is crazy, like fucking crazy. Sculpted figures of Jefferson Davis, Robert E. Lee, and Stonewall Jackson are completed in Georgia. Wow. Not 1872. 1972. Wow. March 13th. Clifford Irving admits to a New York court that he has fabricated Howard Hughes' autobiography. I did not know that was a fabrication. Mm. March 22nd, 92nd U.S. Congress votes to send the uh, proposed Equal Rights Amendment that late. 1972. Ouch. May 26th, Watergate first break-in fails. May 27th, Watergate second break-in fails. (laughs) June 17th. Five White House operatives are arrested for burglarizing the offices of the Dash- Democratic National Committee, starting the White House the Watergate scandal. Thank you, Forrest Gump. June 23rd, uh, U.S. Richard, U.S. President Richard M. Nixon and White House Chief of Staff H.R. Hadleman are taped talking about using the CIA to obstruct the FBI's investigation into the Watergate break-ins. July 21st. One of my big heroes, comedian George Carlin, is arrested by Milwaukee, Wisconsin police for public obscenity for reciting his seven words you can never say on television (laughs) or apparently on stage. August 12th, the last U.S. ground troops are withdrawn from Vietnam. Uh, September 24th, an F-86 fighter aircraft leaving an air show at Sacramento Executive Airport fails to become airborne and crashes into a Farrell's ice cream parlor, killing 12 children and 11 adults. And giving people like me with anxiety another motherfucking thing to worry about. <laughs> Planes landing on me. Yep. Especially while you're eating ice cream. This is crazy. At least, I mean, at least you went out eating yes. ice cream, though. That's like, true. that sounds, that's morbid, but like, if I'm going to go, if I have like a good this scoop would be my of luck. French silk in my mouth, it would hit me just before I got my first date. <laughs> it would. <laughs> yeah. Bam. Ryan, you were a, a naval guy. Indeed. What do you know? En route to the Gulf of Tonkin, a racial brawl involving more than 100 sailors breaks out aboard the United States Navy aircraft carrier USS Kitty Hawk. Nearly 50 sailors have to be treated for injuries. Sounds sounds pretty accurate. (laughs) Sounds like a Tuesday. Yeah. Like, I would expect that in a prison. (laughs) Not on an aircraft carrier, although maybe they're both the same after a while. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're floating cities, man. This is crazy. October 25th, the first female FBI agents are hired. Yeah, 1972. Wow. Also, women are finally allowed to compete in the Boston Marathon because your menzies keeps you from runsies. Oh, of course. On November 7th, U.S. presidential election, the Republican incumbent Richard Nixon defeats 
Uh, Democratic Senator George McGovern in a landslide, even though Watergate was going on at the time. Cost of living. Oh. New house, $27,000. Average income was 12000 per year. So two, you could use two years of your salary to buy a house. God. It's already upsetting. It's a new car, three thousand, about three, four thousand dollars average rent, one hundred sixty-five dollars a month. <laughs> Tuition to Harvard University, twenty-eight hundred dollars. Oh man! Movie ticket, a dollar seventy-five. Gas, fifty-five cents per gallon, and a postage stamp was eight cents. Now in May, Magnavots releases the very first home video game console which can be connected to a television set, the Magnavox Odyssey. Mm-hmm. November 29th, Atari releases their production version of Pong. February 1st, the first scientific held hand, handheld calculator. You know those cool ones you can do the grass and stuff? Oh, very yeah. first one. TI-83. Only set you back $800. Oh, holy moly. Might as well just buy a used car at that point. Jack yeah, no cover files U.S. patent number blah, blah, blah for the original form of... <laughs> A taser. Sports fans. Super Bowl VI. Dallas Cowboys won 24-3 over the Miami Dolphins. And the Nebraska Cornhuskers uh, beat the <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide to win the national, college national blah, blah, blah. Uh, January 19th, on to baseball. Sandy Koufax, Yogi Berra, an early win going to the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and the World Series Oakland Athletics. Yeah, we went. He went with a picnic basket, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Yogi Bear had some of the greatest quotes of all time, though. If you see yeah. a fork in the road, take it. It's a good thought. Uh, yeah. Oakland uh, wins their first uh, championship since they moved from Philadelphia by being the Reds four to th- games to three. And sadly, on December 31st, the Pittsburgh Pirates legendary right fielder Roberto Clemente dies in a plane crash near Puerto Rico on his way to bring relief supplies he paid for out of his own pocket. Oh, I was thinking to take maybe. to the earthquake victims. I was, I was kind of hoping you weren't going to say he was flying over an ice cream parlor and. No, I said there was sad Tragically news. Crashed. And, you know, so let's make jokes out of Roberto Clemente's death. That's something I would do. I don't know if that's why you're looking at me. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. We're all bad. We're bad. You know what? No, that's okay. Larry, thank you. You're welcome. I feel like I'm fucking in 1972. Mm-hmm. Do you have a condom? I do. If it's 1972. <laughs> if you're fucking I think if it's our it. subject. If it's 1972, you call it a scumbag. Oh really? Yep, that's what the, that's what the word scumbag means. Wow! Oh, mm-hmm. More you wow. know, you dropped some sh- hot knowledge on us. That is a big. The more you know, that is. You almost got to play it twice. I know. Um. <laughs> Thank <yes>. you. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> I don't know. We, I don't know if we necessarily need a truth corner or a scale with this one. This is a dark one. Not gonna lie, I, I made a th- might have thrown up there to make it seem like this was a light topic, <laughs> but it's not. And we do definitely need to shout out the guy that recommended it, this. Our our boy Jordan, you know who you are. You're out there listening. You recommended us do this Tuskegee experiment. It's your fault. It's your, no. I love the idea. <laughs> Really, this okay. I'll say this: this falls into Operation Northwoods, MK Ultra. Um, all the scary, the scariest ones. Pretty much. For, I mean, Franklin Cover Up is always the the the, the NC seventeen rated right. level one. But 
So essentially anyone that involves the government actually doing something. Exactly. The government basically saying, hey, you guys. I know I'm bummed. Trust us. Oh, wait. Don't trust us. (laughs) Because we're going to fuck you. Oh, yeah. And we're going to use your tax dollars to do it. Exactly. The Tuskegee experiment. So let's dive in here now on the CDC. Center for Disease Control mm-hmm. website. They have a breakdown of this, and actually, it's it's pretty accurate given the fact that our opening statement of this episode was Bill Clinton apologizing to the black mm-hmm. men that in Alabama who actually went through this and make mm-hmm. them. You should understand at this point, this hasn't been something that's been covered in history, really, and that's something that needs to change, and that's something that I love about doing this specific topic and covering this on our show, people need to know about what happened to these guys in 1932. Well, here we go. Before uh, being told about this episode, how many of us here actually knew about it? I didn't really know. I didn't. I knew Uh, knew a few things, but not the gory details. It's one of, you know, I have a brother who is a conspiracy theorist, so this is one of the ones he points to me as like, does Andy? Is it Andy? That yeah. He, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I've never guest. heard of it either. So obviously, it's not taught in school. No, no, it's, it's not. not. That's yeah, the it's... big problem. Mm-hmm. Actually, is that it's so early. I mean, the 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 period of this happening is before World War II, which we cover so much. I mean, honestly, any regular white dude in this country who's grown up in the last centennial has heard all the nitty details of World War II, mm-hmm. Nazi Germany, Vietnam, Watergate, which Larry brought up. Mm-hmm. There's so much of our history that we're taught. This is definitely important. And I, you know, the sad thing is that the first couple of YouTube clips that I came across when I started to research this after, you know, kind of sussing through what I wanted to cover on this today, a lot of them were from black YouTubers, African-American YouTubers specifically, who were talking about why isn't this covered? This is something that not a lot of black men know or anybody. That's the thing is that more people need to know about this. I mean, look, the government was going to stage a war with Cuba. We know that after doing this show, the government took poor people who had no idea and then dosed them up on LSD and tried to figure out what the effects were. What do you, I mean, after doing the night doctors episode that mm-hmm. we did, which is yeah. the past episode. I mean, this leads right into this period. Yep. Now, they're stealing cadavers, stealing bodies of black men to experiment on them. What do you think they did into the thirties? I mean, I don't think that tapered <laughs> off into the Saturdays. I know it's this the, is the crazy part. I'm saying the 30s is when it started. <laughs> right. so mm. Let me let me get this breakdown real quick. So this is it's is I'm sorry. This is kind of an upsetting episode, but you need to know. So here we go. In 1932, the Public Health Service, working with the Tuskegee Institute, began a study to record the natural history of syphilis in hopes of justifying treatment programs for blacks. It was called the, quote, Tuskegee Study of Untreated Syphilis in the Negro Male. Now, syphilis was a big deal because people didn't know how it was caused, but medical science was advancing at the time. So a lot of the guys that were performing these, you know, trying to heal these people, 
they didn't know what they didn't know necessarily what they could do with penicillin or how they could treat these people. So medical science is kind of slowly kind of making its way. And I mean, truth, truth be told, I was a preemie. So if I wasn't born in 1982, I'm not here hosting this podcast. Like it's all about when you were born. Mm-hmm. Cause Holy shit. Like advancements didn't just happen. You know, it hasn't been around since the medieval ages. Things took time, you know, just be grateful some days <laughs> when your fucking emails don't go through and your fucking check bounces till you're on the right side of the ground. So anyway, this study initially involved 600 black men, 399 with syphilis and 201 who did not have the disease. The study was conducted with the benefit of patients informed consent. Researchers told the men they were being treated for bad blood, a local term used to describe several ailments, including syphilis, anemia, and fatigue. In truth, they did not receive the proper treatment needed to cure their illness. In exchange for taking part in the study, the men received free medical exams, free meals, and burial insurance. Although originally projected to last six months, the study actually went on for 40 years. Now, what went wrong? (laughs) In July of 1972, an Associated Press story about the Tuskegee study caused a public outcry that led the Assistant Assistant Secretary for Health and Scientific Affairs to appoint an an ad hoc advisory panel to review the study. So had they not gotten caught. Exactly. It would have still gone on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So the panel had nine members from the fields of medicine, law, religion, labor, education, health administration, and public affairs, the panel found that the men had agreed freely to be examined and treated. However, there was no evidence that researchers had informed them of the study or its real purpose. See, the problem here was that this was a poor community. These were sharecroppers who did honest work for white people, basically, and they never were told... They thought that if anything, they were they were they were getting free medical treatment, and that hopefully they were they weren't going to get the disease that supposedly they couldn't figure out if it was airborne or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this, they think that they're being treated. So just think about that. You go to the doctor, and he's like, "Hey, it's time for your shots." Just so you know. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Get your shot. Mm-hmm. It's free because mm-hmm. you have insurance or it's part of your insurance that they're offering at the mm-hmm. time. You get your shots and you leave. All of a sudden you're fatigued. You're you don't understand. Three days later, later, your dick falls off. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just shoots across the room. Just basically yeah, like a rocket. Grows arms and runs away from you. Um, now the panel found that the men that they agreed they agreed freely to be examined and treated. However, there was no evidence that the researchers had informed them the study was real and purpose or its real purpose. In fact, the men had been misled. The men were never given adequate treatment for their disease. Jeez. Disease even when penicillin became the drug of choice for syphilis in forty seven. So even after we're saying. 15 years. 15 years. Yeah, I'm like 13 or 15. Carry the two. Okay. 15. Got a remainder of seven. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> 15 years. 15 years. And they figured out how to treat it. And they, they even at that point knew that it was 
it was sexually transmitted, mm-hmm. which is the big thing. Like so at before that, they were like, "Oh, this is just it's another shitty disease like Lyme disease or or smallpox." Yep. So anyway, um, the researchers did not offer this to their subjects, mm-hmm. which sucks. The advisory panel found nothing to show that subjects were ever given the choice of quitting the study, even mm. when the this new highly effective treatment treatment became widely used. The study ends and reparation begins. Now, the advisory panel concluded that the Tuskegee study was ethically unjustified. The knowledge gained was sparse when compared with the risks the study posed for its subjects. In October of 1972, the panel advised stopping the study at once. A month later, the Assistant Secretary for Health and Scientific Affairs announced the end of the Tuskegee study. In the summer of 73, a class action lawsuit was filed on behalf of the study. Participants and their families in 1974, a $10 million out-of-court settlement was reached. Now, That's it? Exactly. I for thought everybody. About that. Yeah, for everybody. So you get like a nickel. As part of the settlement, the U.S. government promised to give lifetime medical benefits and burial service to burial services to all its living participants. The Tuskegee Health Benefit Program, or THBP, was established to provide these services. Now, if you're giving me free medical treatment to a mm-hmm. poor community, and then you say, "Isn't we fucked up? We're going to just change the name, and now we're actually really going to do this after forty fucking years." <laughs> yeah, wasn't it the health? The free health care they were getting in the yeah. first place. It got okay. Yeah, yeah that's what. Got so in that mouth. now when they say that, and then they say, "Oopsies!" Now you're going to get the good stuff. No, we're going to give you real, yeah, care yeah. now. Cool. Are you going to give me something that makes my head explode or my dick like grow arms and like punch me in the asshole? I don't understand. <laughs> like I'm half. That sounds I, horrible. I'm just right? saying. I, are my balls going to shoot to the size of, of fucking semi truck tires, and then I'm I'm going to fucking grow a fucking cat from my eyes i don't know this i don't have same. a sound button for any of those the thing is looking. if there's <laughs> an artist out there that could draw this <laughs> that would be fantastic i'm just saying we'll send you a shirt if i was this guy i would be so fucking mad after 40 years especially uh-huh. if i was the kid his and this happened a lot the guy would would go in for treatment then he would get syphilis. He'd get his wife pregnant, and then his fucking oh. kid had syphilis. Mm-hmm. And so his kid's like, "Daddy, I like baseball, but I'm too fucking. I can't fucking move my legs because I'm fucking fatigued all the time." Is that what the what what it does to you? It just it fatigues. Well, you? no, no. That I mean, that's one of the more mm-hmm. crucial elements of it. But I'm just saying, like, the kid has the same. This was generations. Okay. Yeah, this was so fucked up. This is one of the most fucked up things that I've researched doing this show. And I just want to say if we have anybody. I don't think we have any listeners that are of that that time period or were involved in that. But either way, if if, it could be, I mean, let's say if there was one person that was listening to this who was part of that. Or part of a family that went through that, my heart goes out to you because this is fucking brutal. You didn't deserve that. And, you know, that's not the country I want to live in. So, anyway, now these services that they offered, this program was given to wives, widows, and offspring. And in 1995, the program was expanded to include health as well as medical benefits. The Centers for Disease Control 
and Prevention was given responsibility for the program where it remains today in the National Center for HIV, AIDS, Viral Hepatitis, STD, and TB Prevention. The last study participant died in January of 2004. The last mm. widow receiving THBP benefits died in January of 2009. There are 12 offspring currently receiving medical benefits. Out of like 400 people that were left, there are 12 offspring left of Jeez. that whole thing. And it is fucked up. Now, we're going to take a break. And the clip that we're going to play in the middle here is actually um, one of the few remaining Tuskegee experiment survivors in 1997 who is um making a statement for basically his whole generation that went through this i actually i just found a um symptoms list yeah for syphilis thank you i was curious people may experience uh in their groin painless ulcer sores vaginal discharge or wart-like growths on the genitals ouchies uh, skin rashes, small bumps or ulcers on your skin, mm. but it, it, the most common symptoms are fatigue, itching, mouth ulcers, rash on the palms and and soles, sore throat, swollen lymph nodes, weight loss, or rectal lining inflammation. <laughs> Good so lord! So all the things that make you say "hell no." Yep. Except for the weight loss part, I guess that part would. Yeah, but you, yeah, you, have, you have a rashy even, dick. Even people who get diabetes, <laughs> even people who get diabetes, they're like, I lost 25 pounds. Well, but eating you have chocolate. diabetes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's. Although if you lose enough weight, you can treat your diabetes. So. Yeah. You can un. It's like a head start. It's your yourself. body going, okay, look. <laughs> Doing this one last thing for right. you. You messed really got to start taking care of yourself you, here. You messed up with the donut holes and the McDonald's, but they're good. Yes, in moderation. Yes, in moderation, like all things. Yeah, cocaine. All right, here's the clip <laughs> of one of the last remaining <laughs> Tuskegee survivors talking to a press in '97 about what his family and his countrymen endured. <laughs> On behalf of all the survivors who have today, and those who could not attend. And on behalf of their heir, my fellow participants who have died. I wish to thank Mr. President Clinton, thank you very much, for inviting us to the White House. It has been over 65 years since we entered the program. We are delighted today to close this very tragic and painful chapter in our lives. We were treated unfairly, to some extent, like guinea pigs. We were not pigs. We were not dancing boys we were project as we were projected in the movie on Miss Evers Boys. We were, we, we were all hardworking men and not boys and citizens of the United States. The wounds, the wounds rather, that were inflicted upon us cannot be undone. <laughs> Welcome back to your second segment of this sweet, sweet, uplifting episode. Mm. <sighs> the government's so shitty. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I... 
there are some great programs. And I will say this. I will say this on the on in in my own heart of hearts. I don't know a great deal about Clinton's presidency, but I really appreciate the fact that he Well, I know that. <laughs> Monica, get out of here. Okay. Okay. I do know that it it was a good it was a good thing that they actually took the time to apologize. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the least they could do. <laughs> Very and, it, and that's I, usually what the government does. Yep. And then you know what the thing is? It's <clears throat> we're saying the government like it's just this machine or something. It's 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 people. Mm-hmm. It's people in the government. People actively making those decisions and those choices yep. for this kind of stuff to continue, which is terrifying. Yeah. And using your tax dollars to fuck you. Hooray. And I want to say two things before we go to our next segment. This is uh, one of the things that I found from researching this and listening to different people talk about it. The common issue with stuff like this is that it's a racist thing or it's a white and black thing. And, and we hit this same road bump when we did OJ, but, um, the one, the lady that brought this to light was a white woman. Okay. It doesn't matter if, if you're black or white, you should know what's right and wrong. And this was, this was fucked. This is probably, I will say this legitimately, this is probably the most fucked of, of things that we've covered in my mind, because it's, it's not like, I don't know, Philadelphia experiment where they just like, Hey guys, sit in this magnet and fucking zoom back and forth and teleport. Like those are just servicemen (laughs) acting like goofballs and a bunch of people with generators. But this, you're giving people a fucking disease. Mm Mm-hmm. And they think you're giving them, like, treatment. That's so stupid. And the only reason it stopped was because they got caught. Exactly. That would have gone on for who knows how long. Well, and think of, like, when you go see your doctor, that's supposed to be the most... You are entrusting your life and your well-being to this person. And to think... I don't think I'd be able to trust... Like anyone ever, if I got, if something like that happened yeah. to me Trust with, with my go, doctor, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I don't just let anyone look into my vagina. <laughs> but seriously, if, if I were to find out that they were doing something outside my knowledge, that I can't even fathom how awful that would be. Not only does it affect you, you have a husband that mm-hmm. could catch it. Yep. And um, then little boys. Can you imagine yeah. that? Two little boys. You're gonna make her cry. Jeez. No I know. kidding. No, I'm. Jeez. I have three little girls. Yeah. So yeah. I, I. I mean, it's terrifying. Like that kind of like. Oh well, we're just gonna give him the blumble dumps or whatever. Oh, the fucking not crazy, the blumble dumps. <laughs> some crazy future disease. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the schnizzle snots, but not the blumble bumps. God, not the blumble dumps. The swankle banks are the worst, though. <laughs> I think sure. we can agree on that. Yes. Sounds like true. a fucking Doctor Seuss book on STDs. Zenzi bbb don't even get that. That was the me. worst. That that's in the air. That's an airborne disease. Yep. Don't even sniff that. Anana and a Thomist. Yep. Oh come on, guys. That comes with an itchy rectum. If mm. if Zanzizis and BB was a disease, what do you think the symptoms would be? 
Oh, your dick would fall off. Loose no. lips, nausea. Yeah, you're dizzy, vomiting, you're dizzy a paralyzed tongue, vomiting and diarrhea. <laughs> at the I same feel time. like I feel like Zanzizi BB is what I say after I get off like the swing set ride at the carnival after mm-hmm. going on it for an hour. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then I just launch pizza all over my kids. <laughs> See, I was thinking the 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 saucer thing, the yeah, UFO, that, where you're stuck to the wall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right, we'll get those shirts. Hey, if you're an artist out there, hit us up. Conspiracy. What? If you're an artist out there, hit us up. I'm running out of page. Therapy show at gmail.com. Please, we'd love to. BB shirts. There's a persona for. Yep. I'm just saying. Okay, we need to jump into our next segment. It is time for. A Yahoo answer. It is. Yes. (laughs) Oh, caught off guard here. No kidding. Yahoo. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So our Yahoo answers today, there wasn't really anything for Tuskegee just in general. So we asked the internet. Some syphilis questions. First question uh, from Anonymous. (laughs) I can imagine why after you hear this. Uh, The question is, do I have syphilis? I'm 19 years old. I do have a painless ulcer on my missile head. (laughs) (laughs) And and I have... My missile head. (laughs) I have only a few times masturbated using my own saliva. Don't... Don't what does he use? The dogs usually? Right? <laughs> Don't nah. judge me. It was good though. Anyway, I have never had sex, even oral. Don't judge me. It was good. <laughs> Could the salivary lubrication I used have given me myself syphilis? I'm nervous, so help me out. It's kind of hard for me to see a doctor because it's a long story, but my family members are nosy. <laughs> Spit. So he thinks Salina. that by spitting on he's, his dick... He's a virgin. He, he thinks that spitting into his hand and rubbing one out is going to give him syphilis. You know the worst is when you're, run, you're out of the... They're pumping the thing and there's no lotion coming out. Then you got to unscrew it and they get like you're buttering a cob of corn. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I Do you put the that. salt on afterwards? That is... There's a Seth Rogen movie coming oh. out down the line with Jonah Hill where they, they talk about like being kids. The, and that is that, that is, is a legit <laughs> And then you gotta unscrew the cap. And then and when you're yeah, when you're like you're making it's like peanut butter and jelly. When your jerkins bottle's empty mm-hmm. and you have to like By the way, really you calling it jerkins? I'm saying jerkins. I know the brand name is I mean that leaves no imagination yeah. that oh, brand yeah. name. They knew their audience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> anyway, like a tissue company called Cleanups. Yeah, there you go. Crispy. <laughs> Where's true. my crispy rags? <laughs> I left them everywhere. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Crispy cream gets it? their donuts. What was it? One of my f- wife's. Uh, was it her friend? Maybe I know. I think it was one of her uh, fellow employee, employer, whatever. She, pe- person she worked with said that she made the mistake. And the first and last time she ever make the mistake of picking up a teenager's sock. Nope, 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 no. How Parenting close, tip out there. So, how, how close in age are your two boys? Not seven years uh, apart. Okay, so you get that in two separate now, what, waves. What are the answers to that? I'm, I'm curious. Um, they all just like no, 
No. Uh, <laughs> no, you cannot give yourself syphilis. It does not spontaneously arise either. You must get it from someone who has an active case. But I ate a bad pack of uh, ho-hos. That'd be selfless. <laughs> selfless. Uh, now, this person has a case of syphilis and has some questions. Oh, shit. I have syphilis and I'm itchy. Any <laughs> remedies? Uh, Spit on it. Grow the hell up. Wow. Epsom salts. Toothpaste. Scratch it. Uh, User Bing Bing wrote, a good coating of tar will fix you right up. If it's a bit sticky, you can go roll in some lawn clippings. What an asshole. Right? These guys are terrible. The first one, grow the hell up. Oh, I'm sorry. Sure. Yeah, let me get right on that. Yeah, well, I have a real concern here, asshole. (laughs) That guy got online, grow the hell up. Yeah. He's probably a fucking math teacher. Those guys are assholes. Uh, Mrs. H responded, take a swim in the ocean. Salt water should work. If you don't feel like it, you could always dump salt in the tub. Uh, Maximus... Williamitis wrote That's a disease. Put sandpaper in your underwear about a grade three and run around the block a few times or just take a ride on the metro rail for about 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Well, I guess you could do that, but I mean, I'd just be worried that like, um, I don't know. I don't, I, there's a million things wrong with that. Right? <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Oh, boy. And this one is probably my favorite. Uh, user... Just you wrote, get a cat. Mine will need my back. It probably won't be too hard to teach them to scratch you. Tell them it's their new scratching post. Scratch my dog. Scratch my dog, kitty. (laughs) And then put peanut butter on for the dog to make it feel better. You seem to know a little bit too much about that dog thing. Uh, Yeah. We were indoctrinated into that when we watched Road Trip as like young teenagers. Yeah. Lordy. But yes. Yeah. That sounds like that's been your Yahoo. That has today, been a good Yahoo answer. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a dirty one. That was a doozy. All right, guys. I would normally say it's time for a verdict, but we know this is the truth. Yeah, there's nothing to verdict. There's nothing yep. to verdict here. So. Before we go to our last segment, I want to get your opinion on this. What do you guys think we could do to better this country when it comes to this awful atrocity? Like if the, something, something that you think we could... I mean, if you had the opportunity to be the leader of anything and you could just like... Just push, push. make a... Uh, not Okay, so like... That's not how it works. Obviously, you have to write no, bills, pass blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. There's a million things. Like we could... get a magic wand where we get to pass one law. Yeah, or mm. pass a law or... Or take away a law or something. Yeah, of course. What what could you do Boy. to remedy this from not happening in the future? This I... particular thing you're saying? Yes. Okay. Josh? Well, first, I want to point out that... Because you had said something earlier in the episode about... How we, we were talking about how we never learned about this in school. And that to me is frustrating that we any anytime the government does something and we know it's true, of course they're not gonna teach that in schools because it makes them look bad. Well, it's very similar to what they do in Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. Our, Germany and as a whole, they don't teach them about the it's the disgraceful. downfall of the Nazis, like what, what the Nazis did. If 
if you were able to explain the, the obvious massive speed bump that Germany hit during that time with the SS and 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 the rise and fall of Hitler, it's a huge example of of how things can go so awry when you have the wrong person in leadership. They actually on on that note, I um when I was in high school, my friend had a German exchange student, and you know I hung out at his house all the time, and we would talk and hang out with his German exchange student, and um really got to know him and talked a lot about. <clears throat> World War Two and and everything that happened and I think we probably knew more about Nazi Germany than he did just because it's very it's hidden it's it's hidden it's and it's very hush hush over there Nikki. like it's it's very it's a, a faux pas to bring it up at all yeah well that being said in this particular case I think that it's something that we should look at and learn from it. And I think that people do need to be more aware of this event happening so that maybe it doesn't happen again. You Maybe you are a little bit more cautious for going in to and your doctor saying, we're going to try this thing. I mean, I and I, I don't know that maybe they had an idea of what was going on or not, but you just got to be careful. Yeah, I, I think it's hard. It's hard to put the the weight on them because I would have probably gotten syphilis from a doctor at mm-hmm. that point. So you're saying what? Basically, in essence, what you're saying is you this should be in history. I, I absolutely think so. April, what do you what do you say? Yeah, I completely agree. I think this should definitely be talked about, um, especially now as there are new generations that we're teaching who are going to eventually run the country someday. I also think that there should be, um, especially regarding the CDC, a few more checks and balances type thing, because I think the more people that you have involved with that kind of thing, the less likely they are to get away with something like that, especially for 40 fucking years. Yeah, I agree. Larry. Yeah. 40 years. That means it didn't matter what party was in control of what. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, Scary. Whose palms got... That means new people come, came and went, yeah, I'm still cool with this. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah, which means leads to exactly what Josh and April said, education. Yeah, I, and, and I'll round that out by saying, yeah, education. This is uh, kind of one of those moments where I think we're doing... I think a lot of conspiracy podcasts are out there that cover similar topics like this. And I think a lot of times what we really want to have happen is for more people to know about kind of these grim realities that we've all faced in our, in our country. And and not even that, but even going past our pre that and, and into, into the 19th century and everything that, that came before that. We want reality to really be the focus, not necessarily the fantasy and like the George Washington could never tell a lie. And uh, he chopped down a cherry tree and Lincoln was, uh, you know, honest Abe and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, those are it's great to know these these mm-hmm. people as they were these super figures. That's- but also we need to know their the things that they fault at mm-hmm. because being faulty is part of being human. Right. And when it came down to 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 the to the reality of this case, this is a fucked thing. There were people that signed off on this. There were people that sat on their asses who just wanted to get out and get go go on their weekends with their families and just ignored the fact. And there were black people there too that were administrating these diseases to these these people. Mm-hmm. 
This is fucked. Education is important. People need to know about these things so we can move forward as a country, as a whole. And we're not a political podcast, but I'm just saying that's the truth. And that is where we stand. So let's fucking toss our fucking reality hats off for a minute and just get quizzical. Let's get It's going to be a fun quiz. Ooh. Ooh. Because syphilis is not fun. <laughs> as ho- you're holding up a <laughs> Mickey book, and I'm talking about syphilis. Syphilis is a STD, and STDs are transmitted through sinners. So here's some s- s- quiz on strange sex laws in oh. the United States of America. Ryan's going to win this one by a landslide. Question number one. In the U.S., it's illegal to use live endangered species for sexual displays, except hmm. A, mammals, B, fish, C, insects, or D, reptiles. Josh. Josh. I'm going to go with insects. You'd be correct. Do you know your... I don't bug, know what you know. Bug porn? Bug porn. Keep an eye on that praying mantis. Pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> Question number two. In Oxford, Ohio, it's illegal for a woman to strip in front of A, a statue, B, a man's picture, C, a woman's picture, or D, all of the above. Josh. Josh. I'm going to say D. Mm. Being correct. April. Well, April. B. Be correct. Wow. It is illegal to strip in front of a man's picture in hmm. Oxford, Ohio. Who Fucking, comes up with these? Like, keep keep it zipped up, Ohio. Question <laughs> number three. State law in Illinois mandates all bachelors shall be called what by their female counterparts? A. Master. B. Sir. D. Lord. Wait, I missed a letter in there. A. Master. <laughs> B. Sir. C. Lord. D. Your Honor. Josh. Josh. I'm going to say Sir. That is incorrect. Oh my God. April. Wow. April. Master. What? That is correct. Dude, Illinois this is state blown. law mandates all bachelors shall be called master by their female counterparts. That's horrible. This is the best quizzical ever because this is so <laughs> fucking fucked. This matches the subject so well. Yep. Do we got one for everybody? Is that how? No, I'm, I'm zero. I have two. Oh. He's, he's two. You have two to one. One. Two okay. One. Question number four: In Norfolk, Virginia, a woman can go outdoors with what? Wait, can you repeat that question? Just- a woman cannot go outdoors with what? A. Bra. B. Panties. C. A corset. Or D. Lingerie. April. April. C. That is correct. April knows her sex. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Can't go outside in your corset. That's what's wrong with people. I know. Question number five, and this is for a full load. 
a condom. <laughs> what was that for the? What was that? What was the name of the condom in the seventies? Scumbag. Scumbag. This is for all the scumbags out there. <laughs> in the state of Utah, it's illegal to have sex with an animal, unless a it's for fun, b it's for pleasure, oh my god, c it's for profit. Or D, it's for teaching. Josh. Ryan. Josh. I'm going to say profit. You win a <laughs> condom full of load. <laughs> yes. <is> so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. We have never done a quizzical where my, I, I don't even care that I won or lost. That is fucking fucked. Wow. For yes. profit? As long as you're profiting, you can fuck a horse in Utah. Hey, if you pay me a nickel, I'll suck. It's dickle. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm cl- that, where do you think I'm the speechless. term cash cow came from? <laughs> oh, boy. That is so fucked up, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> give me a penny and I'll go give it a Remy. If you hated this episode up until at least the quizzical, you just got your fucking biscuit blown. Yep. So, all right, we're done. Well, we're gonna- wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, we got one more thing we got to yes. do. We got a five-star review. Five, 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 five-star review. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now, this particular five-star review, did, did everybody... It was a doozy. It was a doozy. This is probably everybody's favorite yep, we've yep. ever gotten so far. Um. All right, so I'm pulling it up right now. When... I saw this. The title specifically was my favorite. Everything about this is beautiful. Like from the username to the title to. Okay. So the therapy you didn't know you needed. From. Fair enough. Shuck Fund. (laughs) Yep. My favorite name. (laughs) You know what it sounds like? It sounds like some like family chain restaurant like in Virginia. Welcome to Shuck Funts. Where they have to wear like. We have all you can eat lobster and or like all you can eat oysters. Yeah. We'll shuck them for you. Well, I'm. Welcome to Shuck Funts. And they have to wear like vests with all the pins on them. I'm I'm there, man. Slash. Gal, we don't know what your sexuality is based on. Your Doesn't user. matter. It's not like <laughs> it's titty, the greatest name. Not ever. like Titty Sprinkle sixty nine or anything right. like that. But then again, I'm gonna I'd create that account now. <laughs> anyway, so she, she or he says, "You guys and gal make me feel less alone while I work." Awesome. That is great. We want to make you feel less alone. Yeah, yeah. you, you feel, make me feel. You need to be part of our family. Shut front. <laughs> All right, Larry is the man. Ryan is my spirit animal. Aww. Yes, that is correct as well. You are a spirit animal. I guess so. Josh, what's, what's Ryan's spirit animal then? Uh, Spirits. Probably like beaver. A, I'm going to go with wild turkey as his spirit animal. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. about accurate. Not a beaver. Josh and April are the best, most disgusting couple around. That's really what I was going for. Like when everyone gets nominated as mm-hmm. things for high school, like senior year. And I got nominated as, uh, what was it, class philosopher? But I was really, really hoping I would get best, most disgusting couple. <laughs> I, you know, I like to look <laughs> at it as couple's achieved. goals. Yep. You've, you've achieved that dream. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag goals. All right, guys, this is where we all get like real misty eyed. So okay. she said, or she or he says, you all bring so much to the table. I will make sure everyone I know who listens to podcasts checks you out. Now let's get quizzical. Yay! I guess we should have done that before the quiz. Oh, well. 
It's okay. Sorry, Shuck Funt. Shuck Funt, you're fucking the listener mm-hmm. of the week. We love you. Yeah. And if you're ever around, come over. We'll have a fucking craft beer. We'll have a beer and yeah, take some pictures. Exactly. <laughs> that sounds a little weird. That's okay. I know. Well, how else do you blackmail people? Fair enough. You get them drunk and you take pictures. <laughs> yep. Right, Ryan? That's right. Tramp stamp. Been there before. There's, they're out there. I have the pictures on my phone. I have oh. the video. Oh, good on you. I haven't seen the video yet. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so in between episodes. All right. Well, Josh, April, Larry, me, yeah. let's do this uh, real quick. Okay. Plugs off tempo podcast. It's music history podcast. You can find that on Facebook and Podbean. Uh, Potty Slam podcast, wrestling historical podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Podomatic. Ephaspodcast.net. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash conspiracy therapy podcast is where you get our shirts at Conspiracy T Show is where you find us on Twitter. Conspiracy Therapies on Facebook. Join us, like us, and every month we do a episode vote and you can be joined with us as we vote for what we're going to cover that month. And it's one of the few episodes of that year or the year that month that you will be a part of. So anybody have anything they want to add before we close? Out? I do. I do. Hey, so we got invited to be guests on a really great show called serial chillers and it's episode 41. It's the Ted Bundy episode. It was super fun to record. Jesse's an awesome guy. It was, but I brought fruity pebbles cause I thought we were going to, do different cereal. Oh, I could bummer. totally feel the pain that you felt. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. Go I check them out. I didn't get a chance to bring up the flaming hot honey nut Cheerios. So, and also, we're on Spotify now, everybody. Oh, shit. And I think we're on Google Play too. I think that was part of the agreement. Oh, okay. Oh, hey. Hey, we're everywhere. Can I, can I get a Woody? Woodpecker? Thank, Thank you. you. Jesus, that was Woody quick. for the road. Soundboard man, Larry. <laughs> We love you. And we love you, Linnell. I think he knew we were going to ask for it. (laughs) And we love you too, listeners. We will see you next week on another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. Penis. (laughs) Have a great one. Conviction. A Dr. Wenger coercion. A Dr. Vondelaire conception. And a Dr. Peter's spinal puncture. A Dr. Double hanging from his ankles in the tunnels. This has been a presentation of Beer City Media. 